0: Mistakes are inevitable, and I think the goal was for us to internalize that and understand that earlier on in life. Hi,
1: everyone, and welcome to Strive's How You Lead Matters podcast,
2: where we discuss everything leadership.
1: From tapping into your motivation to feeling yourself with grit, we're here to support you as you discover the character-driven leader in yourself and those around you. I'm Caroline Lettner.
2: And I'm Jared Smith.
1: Hi Jared, how are you doing?
2: You know, I'm hanging in there. I'm just just going. You know, it's been a it's been a nice week, short week for me, at least. You know, it's Easter week. By the time y'all are hearing this, it'll be May. May, yeah,
1: so. yeah, we're gonna be well into warm weather. Hopefully, at that point, this this first few days of warm weather makes me so happy. I forget about that whole seasonal depression life, and then I get into it, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> right. I have a personality again.
2: <laughs> like, hey, you know, where's the grass? Where's the where the soccer fields? Let's go. Let's go kick around the ball or something.
1: Yes, I know. I, we're in a spring league now, so I get to play outside a little bit. But mm-hmm. I am so excited. I'm always excited to be honest, but genuinely hyped for this episode. We are interviewing two Sports Challenge alums. Jared, you want to go ahead and introduce them?
2: You know, I think I'm going to let them introduce themselves. You know, why not? Come on. Who, who, who do we have today? Who do we have today? <laughs>
3: Uh, I'll, I guess I'll go first. Um, my name is Hunter Hawkins. I what, graduated, I guess, sports challenge or strived um, in 2016, I think. And uh, right now I'm coaching at my old high school and I'm also coaching the 14 and under boys group for team Kevin Durant. So I'm kind of just doing it all. Hey, so you're
1: a basketball person, I assume
3: basketball person, but I also love soccer. And I'm also actually like coaching softball like right now at um, the Edmund Burke school. So I'm doing it all.
1: Oh, hey, that's a lot. All right, and then who else we got?
0: Hi everyone, my name's Jana Jones. I also went to sports challenge in 16. Then I came back and helped with some administrative stuff um, in 2018 maybe, um, some point in college, an internship. <laughs> Um, currently I am living in Washington, D.C., and I work in health policy at
2: Mathematica. Oh, wow. You're in, oh, so you're in D.C. too? That's nice. That's nice. Berks, I don't know if you know, uh, Hunter didn't really explain that part, but she's in D.C. Mm-hmm. as well. So that's nice that you all, you know, are able to continue potentially seeing each other because D.C. is, you know, it's a nice, nice place, nice place.
0: For sure. For sure.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's always nice to see Sports Challenge folks getting together, especially given the fact that with COVID, we haven't been able to have like the formal Sports Challenge experience in the past two years. So I kind of want to dive right in and for our listeners, help them better understand like what Sports Challenge is, how it relates to the current org of Strive. So do you want to just jump in and tell us like, how would you describe your experience at Sports Challenge?
0: Yeah, I would say that Sports Challenge was a very formative experience. It was a lot different than any other. Um, it wasn't just a summer camp. I felt like I got a lot more out of it. Um, the atmosphere that the coaches and other players were able to create is something that I haven't really seen replicated on any other team or like organization I've been a part of. I, and I think that's why I was so eager to try to, like, dip my toes in again, Um, and from the second side, like, the administrative side. um, I just loved how, like, at first, everyone was, like, you know, what are these vitamins, like, the early morning workouts, like, I'm not getting up (laughs) early, like, they're not getting me out of my dorm, Um, but once we were there, and, like, had the music going, just being able to, like, I don't know, like really get into the battle ropes and the ladders and the core and the yoga, you know. Um, and it became like an infectious energy where um, even there's like a rest day at some point because rest is also important um, to be able to keep filling your cup. And <laughs> I I remember people being like, okay, so when are vitamins starting again, though? So um, wow. I think, yeah, I really just think that it's hard to
2: explain um right right it. vitamins man Vitam- I- vitamins <laughs> the moms, vitamins you already know when you hear that I can't even think about regular vitamins nowadays without about <laughs> vitamins. I'm like oh my gosh no that is a special vitamin
1: <laughs> but so despite vitamins being an early morning workout from what I'm hearing we still have positive associations with it
3: which is insane right like- <laughs> yeah <laughs> I to see that many people at like 7am be so hype about working out, it's in, like, it's actually insane. Um, I've never seen it before. But honestly, like, I think looking back at it, that's probably like one of the biggest highlights of like my sports challenge, like, um, I guess life, you know, like being able to wake up at seven, and, like, you're all in the same boat, you know what I'm saying, like, everybody's just, like, we're all tired, we're all sore, but we're gonna get through it, because it's, like, the most fun part of the day kind of thing, and then you're going to eat, like, a really bomb breakfast, you know, like, it's great. (laughs) So the food was good,
1: the exercises were good, that's, that's a good review. (laughs) 100%. Oh, man,
2: the cooks at my, man, the cooks were my like best friends. I could kiss them. I was, like they were just they were just on a different level. Cause I was seriously. Out. Yeah, they knew
0: what portions to give you too.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I knew I wasn't eating like that when I go back home. So I'm like, let me just stack up right now. <laughs> yeah. Get it just get it all in.
1: All right, so now I have to know because I definitely had my like go-to meals, like especially in like a preseason time. What were your go-to like post-vitamin sports challenge meals, or was it dependent on like what was available?
3: I think it depended on what was available. Um, I can't really. I always fruit for sure. Um, I think I eat some yogurt with like granola. Um, and then like, I mean, the breakfast is always bomb. It was either like pancakes and like bacon and eggs. I mean, like French toast, like, oh. so, I know, right. I'm hungry
1: now. <laughs>
2: French Toast, cereal, choice. Sometimes, yeah. maybe even one time we had oatmeal. I don't even know, but like, and I don't eat, I don't eat anybody oatmeal like that without <laughs> like, if I don't cook it or bake it, I'm not, most likely I'm not eating it. <laughs> there that chef oatmeal I don't know what year I don't <laughs> even remember his name his or her name but that oatmeal ah, chef kiss
1: that was it that was it that's amazing so what like I guess I'll pass this one to you Hunter um what makes it different like what makes sports challenge stick out for you? you said the energy like tell me more about that how did that come about what what do you attribute the energy to at sports challenge
3: I just think everybody's just super excited to be there. Like, I don't I don't know how many, like, people it is. I feel like it's, like, 300 people. But, like, I've never felt closer to 300 people before in my life than, like, being at Sports Challenge. Like, everybody's in the same boat and everybody's, like, ready to get to work and have fun. And, like, people are coming from all over. And it's, like, you're not scared to, like – I guess like my first day I was like so nervous about what it was going to be like because I'd never been to it like everybody is super hyped like in your face like hi how are you and it's like whoa it's jarring at first and then you kind of get into the flow of it all and so I just think like that energy of everybody being there it didn't matter like what your skill level was in the sport that you were playing which I think was like super cool is that everybody was just super excited to work and like um have fun and so like that family atmosphere like you know, and I think that's what was so cool about vitamins, especially is because of the fact that like, you weren't technically in a place with like everybody in your sport, right? Like it was, you were in groups with different people from each sport. So you got to know everybody by the end of like, it's, it's nine days, right? Like, so you knew everyone at, at the end of nine days. And I think that was like super awesome about it. And just like, I don't know, being yelled at at 7am to like, get it together and to go work out is just something that you don't experience like elsewhere and I think that's I guess the energy that Jaina was like really talking about is just it's different you know and like coming in, like you're not allowed to have like a bad attitude at, at sports challenge you know what I'm saying like because people are like what are you doing and I, I think you don't really get a chance to have a bad attitude because everybody is just so positive and so hyped that it's like how can you not it's like contagious how could you not have fun yeah know? I love that
1: No, we literally just did a program yesterday. I do a bunch of our programming in Wilmington right now. And we had a bunch, we had 60 high schoolers in the gym and like high schoolers are too cool for everything. So like, you know, they're not going to like get into it. And we played a game of contagion tag and they were all so into it. And it like, it really is. It's that like strive sports challenge energy that just like, infects people and people are into it regardless of if you think you're the too cool for school kid or like whatever it may be people just get on so I love I love hearing everyone describe like those memories
2: Mm -hmm. and there are plenty more to come because you know I think the most the other most important thing during our time there was just the mess hall in general which we already talked about that was a time where you sat with different people um, not even just in your sport I mean shoot And if you're going to be honest, you're putting a bunch of teenagers in a, in a hall like that, you know, some people are going to try to get active and things of that nature. So you're going to try to make those connections that are going to last, you know, I'm from the Philadelphia area. So I try to find people from the Philadelphia area and I still do have those connections. So it's, it's one of those things where it's just naturally you want to communicate and just be a human sometimes and just talk with people who, just maybe experiencing different things or you build those connections so like like, you know you're going out to Cali maybe next week or for spring break or whatever well you can hit up somebody from stride and that you know it's just another opportunity to network which is something that you probably don't think about at that age and and you don't realize the opportunity where it could have led to in the future even on the coaches aspect like a student or a, a, a sports challenge uh, member to a to a to a teacher. So, you know, if you if you made those connections, you know, those are already adults who are in college programs, professional programs, semi pro programs. So it's that next level that of networking. That if you were able to kind of you know flip that switch, in which you know mentors uh, as mentors did tell us like, hey, this is like really a great time to talk to this coach from your sinus which is a local Pennsylvania college and um so just there's just opportunities all around I don't know Janet do you do you have um some some last kind of experiences that you want to touch on that were impactful
0: for sure um that piece on networking and mentorship like I had coach Lake as my mentor and I already like thought she was the coolest person (laughs) because she was great at basketball and like seemed to have her whole life together. And I was talking with her about how I wanted to go uh, to play basketball in college, but I wanted to be able to balance it with a school um, that put academics first. And she was like, well, maybe you should consider like division three or two. And and so um, I had, at that point I had just started, my like college search i guess in school and i had a pretty good um guidance counselor but it was nice to get that specific like sports um viewpoint almost um and i felt that just having those sessions to like sit and talk about like what do you want for your future and like having the mentors be trained on how to accommodate everybody's like different um, desires uh, for what they wanted in their life. And like also just like taking the time to think about that at 16 or however old we were like, um, I think that is another um, investment that Strive like makes in its student athletes.
2: So. we sound really old How old? We're, however old I know we're, <laughs> how old we're time, right? <laughs> like I mean yeah. I guess if we think about it we weren't the last pre-pandemic class but like we weren't too far removed from that
0: yeah yeah because I
2: think 2019 was the last 2019 um three years so like
1: whew.
2: Mm. Yeah, yeah crazy 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 times. Anyway, Caroline, I think this is a great time to ask your favorite question.
1: <laughs> My favorite question. Okay, Um. so obviously like Strive and Sports Challenge focused on leadership and like, Jaina, I love how you already said that like character piece of like bringing in like, what does this look like for you rather than kind of that one size fits all or like this over prescribed style. So we always like to ask our guests when they think about leadership, like how would you define leadership? So I'll let either one of you take it, but how would you define leadership?
3: It's like such a hard question. (laughs) I I, I don't know. I think there's so many ways to lead. Like there's not one bright specific way. And so I think like putting a set definition on it kind of like puts people in a box because I feel like each situation you find yourself in in life um, determines how you lead and whatever. And, and so I think like, Especially in today's society, like I feel like if you have a voice, like you can be a leader, um, especially with how easy it is to reach people like on social media platforms and things like that. And so I think that if like you're using your voice for good and using it to empower people and to speak your truth. I feel like that's being a leader um, because at this point, like it, it really does depend on like what you're doing and, and um, how you're using your voice. But I think as long as you're using it for good, like you can be a leader that's amazing
0: and, Love it. yeah um I think I would add that I haven't always been the most vocal leader um but in while I was at sports challenge I learned that it was okay to lead by example yes. um and sports is a great way to show and do that like if I saw that like our team needed more rebounds like I can't say anything about it until I'm doing it myself. So um, I was like making that extra effort to like fill the gaps that I saw so that I could be like, Hey, um, I think we need to focus a little bit more on this and we can get back in this. Um, So I think playing sports uh, definitely translates to other areas of life like I find that I'm able to better communicate with like different teams I work on now because I see the gaps that need to be filled. I'll offer to fill them and then kind of reflect and be like, okay, next time, can we try to address these things, you know, earlier on? So um, yeah, I would agree though that leadership doesn't always fit into like a tight definition. And I appreciated the opportunity to see different forms of leadership.
1: Absolutely. No, like 100%. And that's what we talk about so frequently in a program. We'll have students come up to us that are like, well, no, like I don't really like to talk to people. So like leadership isn't for me or like, I'm not really like that loud person. So leadership isn't for me. And it's like, no, like leadership is for you. It's just what it looks like for you. We're not prescribing what leadership has to look like anymore. We have to talk about it. And I also love that you hit on like how sports connects to all other areas of life, because that is like, that is the strive story right now. So for our listeners, like an understanding sports challenge and strive and that relationship there. So sports challenge is our foundational program, it was founded in 1996, running as a summer program. And then all of our leaders started to see like, these are having impacts. What we're teaching at Sports Challenge is having an impact off the fields and off the courts as well. So can we take this leadership curriculum that we're developing at this camp and bring it to students in classrooms or bring it to students in community centers? And so that's like where STRIVE is today. Present day is Sports Challenge is still a program that we run is still an incredible experience that we have. And we're able to bring that feeling and that energy to a classroom in Wilmington, to a program, other places. So like, Jana, I just like love that you hit on that. So that's awesome.
2: Splendid, splendid, splendid. So um, let me ask another question. So, um, you know, we learned a multitude of skills in sports challenge when we went. So have any of them really stuck with you and transcended to where you're teaching other kids nowadays or other team members that you might be on or other staff that you might communicate with? Um, that's a great question. I I
3: don't know, I felt like I learned so much and took away so much. Um, like, I didn't have like going into sports challenge, I didn't really have like this idea of what leadership was, and, but I just think that I I learned like a multitude of things from sports challenge and strive, and just like being able to um teach kids that, like, I think what Jana was hitting on is like, right, like, there's vocal leaders, and then there are people who just lead by example, and I think like. For like a lot of these kids, they don't understand what leadership is per se. And like, um, and so like being able to now coach kids and see it from like that side of of life and like being able to actually like lead by example, right? Like I don't have to be a vocal leader in, in this aspect of like coaching kids is like I'm not the head coach like I'm an assistant coach right so it's like I'm leading by example by you know following what the head coach is saying but also like being able to speak my truth and like you know instilling values in these kids and like under like the understanding that leadership comes in all types of ways um and I think that's something that I totally learned at Strive because like going into it I was just like oh a leader is like you know somebody who stands up at, at the you know in the front of the class and like speaks very loud and like is just very like to the point about what they're doing. And it's like, no, there are just so many different types of ways in which you can be a leader. And I think that's the biggest thing that I'm teaching these kids is like, because, you know, especially with the pandemic, like they haven't had a lot of like social interaction. Um, And so like that they're trying to figure out how to, to do life in the pandemic. And so I think being able to just instill in them that um, there are so many different ways in which you can lead and, like, make an impact on this world, like, no matter what you do, I think that's, like, the biggest thing that I've taken away. I love it.
1: Dana, what about you?
0: Yeah, um, I think going into Strive, I was a very anxious person and, like, very hard on myself, um, especially in terms of basketball. Like, if I was under the basket and even if it's a contested shot, like I need to make the layup. And if I don't, I feel bad about it for my team for a minute. <laughs> and so I feel that at Strive, there was such there was such a growth mindset um, where like you didn't have to be perfect with everything you did. And so just the, the option to just brush it off, like that did wonders for me. <laughs> um both like as I internalized it while I played it's either like my bad or I brush it off and my teammates like when I played in college like started to pick up on that as well um and it wasn't anything I explicitly told them I was doing but like you see people kind of dust in their shoulders um and
2: right can you explain that can you explain that I don't think that's something that's never that's really come up in the in the striving interview before can you explain what the brush it off like signifies and why strive kind of taught it to all of the students and know Mm -hmm. what we did with that with that method because honestly I still remember what I did for my brush it off method
0: yeah um so I think my brush it off method was just dusting my shoulders off with my hand um so it's essentially like uh, mistakes are inevitable and I think the goal was for us to internalize that and understand that earlier on in life um, than later. And so my, my goal and what I was able to internalize was just being able to like, okay, I missed the layup, brush it off, or okay, that was a bad pass, brush it off and then grow. And I think that grow part was being able to take what, You did wrong, quote unquote, and learn from it. Apply it in a new way. Um, So, yeah, if you wanted to add more to that, Jared.
2: (laughs) Right. I was just gonna say, yeah, if you did something, if you didn't succeed at something, if you failed, which, and again, in a strive mindset, the whole thing is about, you know, we want you to fail so you, in turn, succeed later on. Was that Mm -hmm. you can take that non that that failure and then don't forget about it. Hold it off to the side later so that you can work on it and then internalize it and then later go get it and remember it and then do your punishments because you know another another very uh, a very internalized strive uh, belief it's, it's accountability and accountability that's another step in the growth process um, I also think that the different themes
0: um, mm. each day are. I don't remember all of them, obviously, but I think it helped to show how well rounded you have to be um, to be a leader. Um, And it added a a level of humanness (laughs) to it as well. Like leaders aren't machines. Like there was a rest day, um, which I definitely, you know, sometimes I'll take my PTO just to have a mental health day. Like, I'm gonna do something for me today. Like the company gets enough of my time. So (laughs) I feel like um, that has carried over in some ways like the aspect of like grit. And like, sometimes there are times where you just need to tough it out and like give your best effort. Um, I think that was another theme that stuck with me, so.
2: Grit, energy, self-care.
0: Was it the empathy one? Yeah. Empathy was definitely one,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, Yes. I mean, there are like there have been like
1: 15 different things that both of you have said that I want to go back to. So I'm gonna to try to keep it my thought. <laughs> but one thing about like the the uh, mistake ritual, I think there are a lot of a lot of our listeners are coaches, right? And I feel like a lot of people may listen to this and be like, no, nah, Like I tell my people that like it's okay to make mistakes, or I tell them, and they're still frustrated. There is so much significance in the physical aspect of that. And I feel like that is what makes the difference between just telling people and actually being like, no, when we make a mistake, we have a literal mistake ritual. You need to acknowledge it, whatever way you're doing it. And again, like giving them the flexibility to to acknowledge it the way that they need to. But that's just like that kind of mind body connection, too. That's really important to a lot of the work that we do still today, because you can sit there and like talk to yourself about how it's okay that you made a mistake, but that physical acknowledgement of it takes it to the next level. So I'm like, I love, again, it's, it's a bummer that this isn't a video one yet, but like every single time you said it, it was just like brushing off her shoulders, acknowledging it. Um, and so that's amazing. Hunter, I wanted to go back to you talking about transitioning into being a coach now and like, can you tell us a little bit more about what that feels like
3: comparing to your experience as a player? Um, it's still very weird to me, especially because i have coaching like three different sports, um, like coaching soccer, coached basketball, and then coached um, or in the process of coaching like softball right now. And then obviously like the team Durant thing. So it's just, um, it's been very like weird for sure. Um, and just being able to see like what goes into planning a practice and just like what goes into like trying to, to teach kids how to play a sport. And like, obviously, you know, the pan- like it's the first time that, you know, Burke has had sports since the pandemic started. And so like a lot of the kids are frustrated with themselves and like with, um, teammates because like mistakes happen and like you know they're they're trying to get the most out of, especially like the seniors like I think I can relate to the seniors the most just because like you know we're basically sort of kind of like the same age but um they were like super frustrated like I saw myself in them um a little bit like I was like one of the things that I struggled with as like a player was being frustrated with myself and you know so obviously like the brush it off thing was like definitely helpful and so like being able to um, put myself into their shoes and like understand where exactly they're coming from, because there's sometimes like, I feel like as a coach, like you don't understand where like where your player's head is at especially like a little, like older coaches. Um, and so like no knock on older coaches, but like, I think, in, like <laughs> I think like Greg in this moment, what do you say?
2: Greg Popovich isn't listening. Don't worry.
3: No, he's not. <laughs> if you I, look, <laughs> um, <laughs> could you imagine Um, so yeah I think just being able like I think like the coolest thing about being a coach and like that transition is like being able to really relate to like the players and like understanding where they're coming from and being like hey like let me pull you to the side and be like look I know exactly where you're coming from I was there like you know however many years ago and like being able to just you know like you got to go with the flow at this point like everybody's on a different skill level and like things are frustrating because like you want to put your best into it. And, you know, some players are only doing it because they want a credit or something like that. So I think being able to put myself in like their shoes has been like the best part, but like transitioning from player to coach has been like, it's, it's still a weird process um, for sure. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. That makes sense because uh, that that's a huge statements, what you just made just the transitioning part. Even now when I'm playing basketball with my friends who haven't, I play basketball with two people who haven't, who didn't play on my high school basketball team or one played on my high school basketball team, but he didn't get as much time as I did. But now we're like completely different players than when we were growing up. And still, even in that skill development and upward trend, there's a way of just knowing the game and how to talk to people and how to get them to do what will lead you to success. So just being able to maneuver and have those conversations which we really focused on in our strive sessions in our breakout sessions so yes sadly strive is not all just playing basketball soccer or <laughs> lacrosse we do go into breakout sessions where we where we talk and where we internalize different skills and use other skills like active listening i think i always knew what active listening was but really just focusing and 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 hounding that in was something that the breakout sessions were meant for how do I think we had like three breakout sessions together like I don't know one year it was great time we had a lot I feel like we we
3: definitely had a lot but I love those breakout sessions especially and like that's the thing that I love about like strive just like the ability just to become everybody's vulnerable right like you have to be vulnerable in those situations or else you're not getting anything out of it and you're cheating yourself and so I think that was like the coolest part about it is that like like something I definitely took away was how to be vulnerable, how to like internalize things and like how to, um, you know, not not get frustrated at myself and like find a different outlet to, um, you know, to realize things. And so I think um, that's something I'm also taking back into into coaching is just like being vulnerable with like these kids and like understanding where they're coming from, you know.
0: And that, I have an eye or a following thought on that. Like when we would have to, say where our tank was like (laughs) I think just that that introduces vulnerability without people really being aware of it and like it has empowered me like sometimes people are like how are you doing today and you know the common answer oh I'm good how are you doing you know sometimes I'm like you know it's kind of dreary out today and I'm not feeling it (laughs) and they're like oh like honestly same it's not too sunny here and you know like and so i think that is a point where you're able to make more genuine connections rather than like breezing past um kind of the reality of what's going on and i think that allows you to like put people in the positions to be able to do their best work
1: yeah i mean like I do fuel tank checks with every program that we run and every single time, especially today, like we so frequently just say good or like when I'll do the fuel tank checks, kids are like, all right, put it like a word on the sticky note that describes how you feel good, chill, happy. And then I'm like, I see, like, I can see that you're not any of those three, but like, we really lose the ability to connect with those things when we're so like on autopilot about like, I'm fine. It's good. It's all fine. It's great. Like, and we just like giving people space to be vulnerable. And also like, Giving people space to know that it's okay to not be good all of the time. Um, Jaina, you had said something a little while back that I also wanted to tag on to that that connects to this point. You talked about grit and giving yourself rest days in the same sentence. And people don't frequently associate those two, but like at Sports Challenge at Strive, we believe that those two things are exactly the same. Like, you it, grit is not rub some dirt in it. Grit is not just get back up again. Every time grit is acknowledging where your tank is at knowing what a hundred percent for you looks like that day and communicating to the powers that be. If today's not it um, to me and to strive, like that's what grit is. And so it just makes me so happy when people are able to like acknowledge the yes. And aspect of that rather than it just being yeah, I'm really tough, and yeah, I keep going.
2: I think there's just a lot of moments that strive that you can't always recall, because you know that just happens when you get older. And being able to talk about them with people, those, those are important. And I really just want to touch on some of those memories with you all. Do, do you all remember sports challenge games, just playing dodgeball with each other? Um, the color days and and repping the your dance
0: squad. battle at the end.
2: The dance battle. What, what was your <laughs> squad? What was, what was your squad? Jane, what blue was your squad. squad? I think oh, I was red. red. Blue, red. Was definitely red. Red. Blue yeah. squad. No, always
1: gonna
0: be forever blue. I forget red. what our like theme was, but red I remember hot. going up our to team some studio. Red hot. Aren't
2: yeah you, I mean, I once we start we can't
1: Red stop Yeah, <laughs> no, we need to pause what what's the color squad tell me more I don't know what you're okay. talking about
2: <laughs> so so basically you know it, it's like a it's like a spirit week so you know we have red blue and yellow right I don't think there's any green so yeah red blue and yellow and there would be chances throughout the week or nine days or whatever to win points for your squad uh the sc games was one of them what we did we did dodgeball and relays and some other things and then throughout you know throughout the day sometimes maybe a table left uh, uh their table dirty in the mask in the mess hall um maybe one or two particular people were cleaning up that mess so doing those stewardly due diligence relayed them points in the SC games so that was another way you get points uh the dance battle was another one it was it was just a bunch of crazy fun so uh, yeah I don't know if you all uh, if you all have anything to add on to that but feel free go ahead
0: and you just made me remember about like the skits that would happen at the end of so like each so at the end of each day, we basically had like a meeting in like the auditorium and the coaches would like put on a skit. And so it was nice to like, see your coaches who you would sometimes, I mean, I looked up to my coaches and it was funny to see them like be silly. So silly to the point that it was corny, but you had to laugh. And so like, I think that also helped to break down some of the like, you know where people just want to be too cool in high school like I think it helps break down some of that to be like okay like these grown people are being silly just so we we can maybe spare a laugh so um yeah and then they would like introduce the theme for the next day um and like give a presentation on like what the definition of it is and like different ways it can manifest and stuff so I it's a really well done program. You're really taking me back, Jared. So thank you.
2: Right. I mean that's that's why we do this because you know it's it's really important to remember remember the good times and what Strive can bring as a program and just getting the word out there for people to know that it's more than just a summer camp. It's it's making sure we're better humans and better stewards to the world and making sure mm -hmm. that we can do our own due diligence not in our own lives but with others in our lives and making sure we leave that space to improve and to develop and to respect our own inner lights and just continue to check on and you know when we see one of our friends comrades or maybe some a complete stranger maybe not having the best day or something's going wrong just to let them be able to 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 internalize, to to let out those feelings and to just stand with them and be be an ally and just making sure that you're there to listen. Like I touched on earlier, active listening was a pretty big role in my world because I like to talk. I mean, I'm on a podcast, so I like to talk, but
1: active listening is a great skill.
2: No, No, not sure, especially about basketball. (laughs) If you listen, please go out and listen to the our past podcast too with larry Mili, the president of the delaware blue coats oh my word that was a <laughs> splendid podcast as well as this one it's just yeah i love the talk so active listening was something that just being able to hear from different perspectives and and what it means to other people top notch
1: yeah and it's not easy like And that's, again, I feel like so many people, and I I tell people this with our content, right? Some of the content that you're going to hear and see at a strive workshop or at sports challenge beyond, like it's not necessarily drastically different from something you've heard before. You've heard growth mindset, you've heard about empathy, you've heard about active listening, but it's that play portion that makes it different. I feel like, because like. Instead of sitting down and being like, well, active listening is defined as these three things and you have to do this and then do this. It's let's play a game and let you feel what it feels like either to actively listen or to like super not actively listen. I don't know if y'all do the like active listening circles where you have to like count and all of that, but like, yeah, I see some nuts. <laughs> so like that. Makes a difference for someone, and that's why both of you are like remembering these things right now. Because I'm sure that you've had other lectures about what it is to listen well to somebody, but playing the games and doing all of that, I feel like is really what makes these things different. Um, I, I mean, I could talk for hours on this stuff because I just I enjoy it, and I like play, like I like having fun on these things, and I think sometimes we take ourselves too seriously, and we forget that like. Most of our learning happens in play as well, especially as
2: kids. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Um, Did you? Oh, sorry. Go 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 ahead.
0: Oh, no. So this goes back to like when we were talking about the themes and Hunter brought up empathy and then the play. It just connected for me as a memory. Basically, during our empathy day, they had like the posts and the guards switch positions so you could like during our scrimmage so like we could see how the we could see how hard it was to feed the post the guards could see and like to handle the ball and then the guards could see like okay like I'm working to get open and you're still not giving me the ball like I'm running up and down this court getting these rebounds but you know so I thought that was really cool and then we had a point where we like switched with a different program so like I'm pretty sure like
2: like we like soccer. Or soccer. Or yeah. <laughs> it's hot outside. Yeah. During the and I was summer. like,
0: I pennies <laughs> and I, or how much do we have to run? Like I know I'm in shape, but like, geez, yes. like oh my God. I'm not in soccer shape. Yeah. So it That's I'm why I just want filling like up going... water coolers.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's insane. I was like,
3: yeah, when I went for soccer my first year, like, going inside was the nicest thing in the world to, like, switch with basketball. So nice. <laughs> and then, like, going back out, like, my second year for basketball to soccer, I was like, oh, this is what it was like. Never want to do that again. It was so <laughs> hot out there.
0: It was so, so hot. hot. Now like my- the,
3: soccer, the
2: soccer and Lex players were There different.
3: was no shade. Like, no shade on those fields whatsoever.
1: Oh, man. My roommate in college all four years was a volleyball player and fall women's volleyball. It was a fall sport. And so we like had preseason at the same time. Y'all work hard, like respect. And also I never wanted to hear her complain about like how hot it was in the gym. Cause I was like, you got fans on you the whole time. Yeah, maybe the AC isn't great, but you got AC. Like, I got turf melting into my feet. <laughs> like, nothing. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> right, the,
2: rubber tire, the rubber tire particles. <laughs> yes.
1: Just, like, in my nice. hips for all of preseason. Hunter, you probably know the life. A
3: <laughs> oh, 100%. It's not fun. And, like, oh, God. Sliding? Nope. Diving? Nope.
2: And, you know, I, I honestly, so, of course, you know, uh, I have a lot, we had a lot of friends that uh, attended Strive, uh, but for the sake of the interview, I couldn't invite Logan, who is one of our, one of our buddies. I know, yes, size and jurors, but I think for the sake of the interview, he'll get his time, He'll get his time. I have, I have a whole list in my mind of who do, but he'll be on the soccer side. This is like the basketball kind of thing, you know, like how I maneuvered that, this is the basketball side, but um. I think, honestly, the closest program in my eyes looking in, I think it might have been boys soccer. I just think, because I remember one specific year, they would wake up early and just do a bunch of sit-ups before Vitamins, like Logan and get like a crew of them. And I was just like, wow, y'all are crazy. We already only get like, I mean, we get like, what, nine, eight hours of sleep, but we had to wake up the shower beforehand, brush our teeth, morning routines, all that stuff and here y'all are doing a thousand push-ups and sit-ups before even practice starts so
3: no,
1: those you.
2: guys were different
3: <laughs> that brought up like such a vivid like memory like because then they'd be they'd work out before vitamins and then they'd be the first people to like greet you through the door as you walk down the stairs the vitamins I mean like insane you're like they're like All high five they're like yeah it's like uh, it, like the bit like strive like is just the biggest love fest like everyone loves being there and like loves each other and just loves to see everyone having fun
1: no oh, that's incredible and I feel like Dana, you brought up a really wholesome point about empathy and then I just like was mean to other sports so I'm gonna bring it back to that for a second like <laughs> I think that Another thing, again, from an outsider perspective, though, that makes like sports challenge so unique is right now there's such a huge trend on that specialization, right? Like we're seeing kids and Hunter, I'm sure you're experiencing this at the coaching level. We're seeing kids specialize in sports so early because like it's so competitive now and so like never in a million years would you be sending your kid to a a camp that doesn't like hyper focus on the sport that your kid is going to be focusing on and so the fact that sports challenge also gives an opportunity for kids to interact with people that regularly you wouldn't have like we're so focused on that specialization that interacting with people of different groups, of different backgrounds, of different experiences is just so different from what we see today. And so yes to the empathy, despite the fact that I
0: am a mean person sometimes. Not a mean person. (laughs) Um, I wanted to go back to something that Jared had said um, about um, another Sports Challenge alum. I feel like that's why So I went in 2016, pretty sure I came back in 2018. um, And I was helping with like, you know, like interviews and like, you know, reaching out to the athletes. But then a part of it became I was like I want to do an alumni day like I want to see these people it might be a little bit selfish but like that's what I want to do and Hunter showed up <laughs> Logan and yeah and it was just I was there I too. mean <laughs> yeah Jared too so like it was just so great to see and Jared it was so <laughs> great to see everybody um, and I didn't I didn't know if anybody would come. <laughs> So it was. It was really nice to just like be in the space with people who like you went through such a transformative like experience with. Um, yeah. So if you guys ever do that again, I can send you my updated email. Oh, I, guess I mean, right now. I'm going to make
1: okay. you first
0: off. Second <laughs> off, I was going to say like we
1: especially because we've been so separated, like we have been trying to mm-hmm. to figure out how to bring the community together. And like we definitely depend on you all to like help us with what people might be interested in, where people are, best way to contact them. So I'm also going to like shout out to all the sports challenge people that may be listening to this right now email us, shoot us a message, DM us on Instagram, like please anything. We would love to connect with people. We wanna bring that energy back. I think everyone deserves that energy. Everyone needs that love, needs that energy. So yes, to all of it.
2: Mm-hmm. I wanna kind of, I wanna put it one more one more memory memory that I, that I have. And then I kinda wanna talk about the future with y'all. Uh, did y'all ever go to the pool?
3: think I went
0: twice but like I didn't get in like I watched other people swim I'm pretty sure I made up like a synchronized dance in the water so
2: (laughs) okay I thought so I just couldn't (laughs) remember I was like am I remembering this correct she made it synchronized I think we yeah we played chicken
0: people got behind it it was like man in the mirror
2: (laughs) it's crazy it's just like so my freshman year Mm-hmm. things like it was one way but then when I ended my senior year it's just completely different like if my freshman year wasn't what it was and like the amount of time the fun that I had I I don't know if I would have been back I just had so much fun my freshman year and then it continued my sophomore year and into my junior year it was just like well this is this might as well be the greatest place on earth so thank you for indulging my curiosity
3: no, it really is. Um, and, and speaking, like, I want to go back to what Jane was saying about like visiting in twenty eighteen. I think it was the first time I'd seen you since we like graduated Strive. but also, like, so that was super fun. Um, but I think like that same trip, I lost Pompeii, which uh, like, uh, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> oh, you gotta explain. I think I might have touched on Pompeii before. Oh, man. I don't. But even But you gotta know. touch on it. You gotta. Touch I played on my it. first
1: Pompeii ever it. this week, so. Do it.
3: Tell us. I, you're going to have to, okay, Caroline, you're going to have to explain the rules. <laughs> I don't remember, like, uh, I lost and, like, um, the, the loser had to get up on the table and sing Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus. And so I just, I knew in my heart and soul that I was, I was like, as soon as the game started, I was like, I'm going to lose this. And so <laughs> I got, <laughs> I had to get up on there. But, like, that is literally, like, I think I, ca- I captioned, like, my Instagram post, like, about it. It was, like, you're like the, you're only going to see me get up on a table and sing as loud as I can party in the USA at Scribe You know what I'm saying? Like, be, in front of all those people. Because I wouldn't do it anywhere else. But I got up on the table and started singing. I mean, and, like, I think the best part about it was that people were a little confused at first. And then they joined in. Like, there was just, I mean, it was, like, a beat before, like, they're, like, what is happening? boom and they start like you're just never going to find that anywhere else I don't think
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we could pull that up is, so I think you had to ring the bell I think you rang the bell I too. had that to was yeah like- I
3: had to ring the bell It was like all right hopped up on the table and and just started singing "Party in the USA and I was like what, what is happening right now like what is my life um yeah but I, I don't even remember how to play "Pompeii." I just remember that like I'm never playing again <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> all right. I'll do my best to explain it for the people that are trying to understand what this pompine thing is, but I'm sure that there will be sports challenge people listening that tell me that I am not describing it correctly. So message me, whatever, tell me that I did it wrong. But my understanding is you have a group of people that all agree to be part of a pompine. A pompine is essentially a dare. So I believe the dare is set forth prior to even starting the pompine. So you know what, like the, 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 consequences stakes. of yes the stakes thank you so everybody when you say like one two three pompine you put in a number and it can be anywhere from zero so your fist to five and once you put that number in it's locked in the pompinator the person that's like running it the pompinator which is like not my new favorite word counts all of the sum of all these numbers, right? So let's say you get to like 32 because people put fives, threes, whatever. Then you go around the circle and you count up to that number. When you're counting, you have already said whether the pompine is going to be to the person that it lands on or to the left or to the right. So once you get to like, again, let's say the number is 32. Once you get to 32, whoever 32 lands on or if it's to the left or right, based on what you've said, the pompine is then assigned, the stakes are assigned to that person. So Hunter had Then to... you
2: yell and you say, it's not me.
1: Ah, thank you.
2: <laughs> yes. Yes. It's not me. And it's that loser.
1: <laughs> yeah. I
2: remember that's how we used to get people to do dishes for us too. <laughs> yeah.
3: That's hilarious. No, I think, I think my number, the, the number was 17. I was like, you remember it it. yeah I remember it It, that's how vivid that memory is it's like oh my gosh and I'm pretty sure Jayna like texted me after and was like hey so we got like somebody was like please don't let the people dance on tables or something
1: like sorry our bad (laughs)
3: like my bad did not mean to get anybody in trouble (laughs) but (laughs)
1: That's incredible. Yeah, not only do you know the energy of Sports Challenge if you've been in it, but I think you also know the energy of Sports Challenge if you've been around it. And I think it may be even more confusing for people that are observing Sports Challenge, myself included. I have observed Sports Challenge once and I was like, what is happening? (laughs) Well, do you have anything else to share with our listeners before we jump out? I don't think so that's it i'm good too oh well this was amazing jared anything else
2: oh live life and prosper um you know it's been a wonderful time thank you so so much for coming and talking with us and chatting and dusting off the cobwebs on my neurological memories that's Same. yes yes so you know it, it was it was great please share this with anybody you yes you know yes. Uh, you know i think the i can't wait till strive has the actual you know sports challenge again it's going to be amazing it's going to be crazy so i think people should hop on the bandwagon and keep a lookout for when that decision is made so uh you know thank you so much for coming on And thank you to everyone who tuned in today. How You Lead Matters podcast comes out on a monthly basis.
1: And if you are looking for more content, where should they look, Jared?
2: You can follow us on all socials at How You Lead Matters or email us today to schedule your own Strive workshop.
1: Talk to you next month. Peace.